You know, we got to recognize first of all, there's two different, there's two different elements of, of your ancestry. There's those who you can trace directly through your bloodline, like your great grandmother who passed away, and you know her great grandmother and things like that. And then you have, you know, um, the ancestral realm dealing with more, more so like the collective consciousness of, you know, people who came before you, um, and the ways in which we go about channeling our ancestors um, it's traditional it's, you don't have to reinvent the wheel you know what I'm saying most most uh, African spiritual traditions have some of the same common denominators one of them being an ancestral altar so you definitely got to have an ancestral altar if you don't already brother um, and what you need to do is um, so there's there's somewhat of a proverb that says that you die twice you die the first time your physical, when your physical body perishes and then you die the last time your name is spoken. So whichever whichever type of ancestor you're dealing with, whether it's somebody in your direct bloodline or not, um, being able to speak their name and to evoke them into the space is giving them just as much power as if they were here in the flesh, being able to intervene and do things you know, within the space. So you want to have an ancestral altar where you keep their you keep their image in front of you so that you can see them. Whether it be, you know, I mean, you know, all throughout time, we, that's the whole purpose of us having, uh, you know, the statues and, you know, the, the so-called quote-unquote idols, you know, images of people. Um, the reason why we, you know, speak people's names during libations, and, you know, even even down to, uh, uh, what do you call it? You know, different types of reliefs and shit like that. Really, really, it's, it's the purpose is to keep their image in front of you so that, you, you can see them and feel their energy by seeing the image of them. Just like when you see a picture, that nostalgia that you feel, you know, you can hear somebody's voice when you see an image of them. You can almost smell them when you when you see an image of them. So you keep images of your ancestors in front of your altar. You put life on your altar, whether it be water, you know, whether it be a plant or both. You need all four elements on your altar. Uh, you know, earth, fire, air, and water. Thanks. So, uh, so you need a plant, you need some water, you know what I'm saying? You need incense or candles or something that you burn whenever you're venerating them. And also, uh, you know, pull our basis for them, you know what I'm saying? But the key is to remember that your ancestors, any deity that you that you believe in or whatever, they're all archetypes of our subconscious mind, but our ancestors are, um, are embedded in our DNA, you know what I mean? So either way, whether you look at it like a, a mind thing or a blood thing, Either way, it's internal. It's, it's not something outside of you. It's not no spookism. So, I, you know, I want to second your ring's notion about it, about avoiding the, you know, the religious um, ways of, you know, approaching things. Um, whereas it's, it's more about going in. So the number one thing I could say to do, other than building an altar, is to meditate consistently. And that's how you keep your tunnel vision for real. You got to meditate. You know what I'm saying? And meditate and going into yourself, even just sitting in that darkness. The point is not to think about anything. The point is to, to, to literally focus on your breath until your mind is clear enough to where, you know, all those thoughts that float around in your mind, you start to view them from like a, from the outside looking in. You can see your thoughts passing in front of you so that they don't consume you. And then slowly you start dissolving those until your mind is clear. And that's when you can tap in just the essence of who you are. You become a vessel for all those ancestral spirits that exist within you. You know, all of those, you know, subconscious entities who have gotten there through the accumulation of that collective consciousness. And you tap into who you want to, you know what I'm saying? And so 
uh, I just wanted to give you that jewel because you know that's the what you're saying, like some some of the, the things that you struggle with as far as just you know dealing with people and, and you know trying to pursue your basketball career. And, you know that shit can really feel like the walls is closing in, and that's a feeling that I am extremely familiar with. So I just wanted to get that to you, bro, because I appreciate you. You know, at your age, like being tapped into the right frequency, because you could be anywhere in the fucking world, man. And if you've been tapped into your Rama since you were 16, then you know you're gonna continue to be a beast, because the you know it's, it's not even about your Rama, You know what I'm saying? It's it's about the fact that that the brother is tapped in, and 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 he knows how to walk in his godhood. And he has a voice enough to be able to influence and inspire those around him or whoever tap in, you know what I'm saying, to get on code. You know, so that's what got you here, brother. And I'm grateful that you crossed our path and that you came into the space. And I hope that you continue to, to tap in because you're among a pantheon of gods, man. And, and um, you know, you're on the right track, my dude. My so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give you that, brother. Much love. I appreciate you, man. When I'm, when I'm ready to have the altar and shit, I'm a come to you because I'm in need help with everything, man. I used to be a sped ed till 10th grade, so I'm a little slow. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Hey, nah, that's... <laughs> nah, hey, hey, you, you got it, brother. I, I, I'll send you a picture of my altar right now, brother. I'll I, I get you together, but uh, nah, listen, if they, if, you, if they put you in any type of special class, because they put me in this class called TAG uh, when I was younger, called, and they called the talented and gifted, you know what I'm saying? But really, it was for people that they thought just wasn't fitting into the regular structure of they program so you know that's an honor right there if they put you in any type of special class that's an honor because you don't learn the same way the rest of these motherfuckers learn you know and that's why you're here now you know what i'm saying this is a special ed class fuck the bullshit facts to young king jordan real quick uh i just want to add one thing man because I, I think raymond d said 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 enough um i'm gonna tell you about that thing called fear right I'm not above fear. Every now and again, I can, I can I can be aware of it creeping in, right? But here's the thing about fear. Fear is an, is an energy. It's an emotion, but it's an energy, right? And energy can be burdened. You can't kill it, but you can change its form, right? And when pe- most people experience fear, Many people have the tendency to shut down, let it lock them down, like where they get stuck, right? And you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to receive it that way, right? You can receive that fear energy, become aware. Okay, I'm afraid right now, and redirect that fear energy into something else, like courage, you know what I mean? Like determination, perseverance. Um, you 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 can you can use that to to literally become stronger in a moment of, of peril, you know, uh, stronger, quicker, more alert. You know, you can transmute that energy into exactly what you need at that moment, right? And when you look to your left and your right, it's going to be a lonely path because what I hear from you, Jordan, is that the ancestors might attach you with some leadership in this lifetime, with some, some, some leadership obligations, right? And when you've got that leadership obligation calling for this for this lifetime you're gonna see things because see they're gonna open your eyes to see in your mind to see things in ways that people around you can't see mm. even if they try to they can't see it it's invisible to them 
because the ancestors are blocking them from seeing that for whatever reason. But they open your eyes to it. So you can't ever look to those people for confirmation because you know what you know. And you don't, you, there's, there's hardly, there's no way for you to really get them to see or understand what you know because it's not for them. Not right now. It's for you. So you're going to look to your left and you're going to look to your right. And you're not going to see nobody. You know, when Hussein Bolt is, 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 is winning a race at the finish line, when he looks to his left and his right, who's he seeing? Nobody. Because he's so far in front of everybody else. There ain't going to be nobody next to him. Hmm. And that's how leadership is, especially in the initial stages. You start realizing, wait, I'm not like my kids. I'm not like my family. They don't think like me. They can't see the things I see. That's because you're so far in front that they can't see what you're seeing. So it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's, it's part of it is that it's going to be lonely, but that's that's partly because the ancestors got some work to do with you that they don't need the rest that's so far in the back to see yet. So that's why they put you up there so that they can work on you. Right? So, so, so enjoy it because what's going to happen at some point in your journey is you're going to look to your left, your right, you're going to start seeing people. And those people that you see are other leaders. And what you're going to realize is all of y'all had different journeys, but y'all headed to the same destination. So y'all paths start converging at a certain point. And, and the relationship with those people is going to be different than the relationship you was trying to uh, uh, create with the sheep. Because you won't have to convince them of things. It won't be that kind of dialogue. It'll be a sharing of experiences that each of you can identify with and can relate to because you've had your own travels, your own journey that substantiate what the person is sharing with you. So you're on the right path, man. There's no accident that you have. I just wanted to leave you with that, okay? Appreciate it, Yeah, um, Jordan, uh, uh, um, real quick, uh, Jordan, uh, thank you uh, for... for uh, Thank you for uh, getting on, brother. Um, and know that we do have meetings. Uh, we meet once a month. Our next, the ne I don't know what part of the country you're in, but the next, our next meeting is going to be at Bucks County, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, so I would definitely love to meet you, God, and um, build. And we can also build offline. Um, I'll give you my number and stuff. Um, but I appreciate you. Um, your your hey, energy. Go ahead and finish your Rima. Um, your train, how much you train thought? No, no, I was just going to say your energy. I like your energy. Your energy exudes um, in this chat, and I, 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 I deal in energy. So um, the energy is 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 profound, actually. So I appreciate you, um, and I appreciate your journey. Your journey is going to be a beautiful one, um, and. Um, yeah, if you want to come out to any of those, uh, like I said, we get we do the get togethers once a month. So we'd love for uh, we want all of our good family to come out. Um, you And like I said before, you do have family here. So but go ahead. Uh, appreciate that. I'm definitely going to have it with you. Uh, I'm from Jersey. D. I live in Jersey right now, but I'm in California right now playing in the best summer league in the world. Uh, I don't know if you heard of it, the Drew League. Uh, pretty much I came out here and there's a bunch of NBA motherfuckers and shit like that. 
I went to Division Three, so I wasn't supposed to be here, but I found an agent, thank God, that connected me with Kobe's head trainer. He's my coach. So I'm in Cali right now. I should be back in Jersey uh, beginning of September. Nice, nice, nice. I'm I'm in DC, man. I'm not I'm not too far from Jersey, so you know, uh, made it willing, man. We'll tap in, dude. For sure, for sure. Appreciate y'all, man. For- yeah, and connect. Say something to the. Re- yeah, real quick before I lose this, uh, Jay. Um, yeah, connect um, with me, uh, Jordan, because if you because our our meeting in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, is going to be uh, and it's right there near Jersey, so we're meeting there um, September 11th. September 11th, 12th, that Saturday, uh, that Saturday. So uh, if you're back in town, might, uh, you know, maybe you can, maybe we can make it happen. But go ahead, Jay Ali. Yeah, peace, God. Um, I can't get as deep into the uh, metaphysicals as the other guys on the stage. But what I can do is uh, give you my perspective as a former athlete myself. And one thing that I do know is the same discipline that goes into your day-to-day to develop your skills when no one is watching, uh, that preparedness uh, for your opportunity when it presents itself, that's going to be the same preparedness and the same discipline uh, that's going to be required for you, you know, outside of out of basketball. And uh, trust your intuition. That intuition never lies. Uh, you also need to understand that uh, and as you know, you know um, that stage of your life has an expiration date. But what does not have an expiration date is your ability to persevere and to apply those lessons that you take from the court. And if you can successfully apply those to your life, uh, just listening to you, I, I already sense of sense of maturity um that you have the fact that you have been tapped in with with the god for that long speaks volumes uh you need to also understand that the the people around you are going to change You, you need to be prepared for that you need to also understand that your journey is is going to be different from a lot of the people that you may be currently affiliated with. But as long as you continue to do the work, you continue to trust your intuition, you continue to focus on your objective because you was asking, how do you keep that tunnel vision? You already know how to keep that tunnel vision. The same way you keep that tunnel vision on that court when, when you're not worried about the the, the crowd or the, the, the taunting from your opponents, the same thing. You just got to apply it to life. Yeah. Nothing's different. It's the same. It's the same tactics. It's the same pre- preparation. Is this the only the only thing that's different? Is this is not a game? You understand what I mean? Like this. This was what's what was happening. You need to understand that this is going to be the biggest challenge that you've ever experienced. But as long as you continue to focus on your objectives and understand that there's going to be people. Energies is going to be sent to knock you off that path. You keep your your uh, your head down, focused on the, the things that are important, and I promise you, you you surround yourself with the right people, 
uh, I myself, I haven't known these gentlemen that long. I literally just met Urima and, and the guy D a few weeks ago. Now, uh, the, the, the God of Wealth and I haven't been, had an opportunity to, to meet in person yet, but, you know, I build with him on these rooms and, and whatnot. But I can tell you that real recognize real. Energies reciprocate. And when you get around the right people that truly have your back, that, that truly have wish nothing but, but love for you, man, and have the same objectives like you you will be able to soar even further and so um i don't believe in luck so i'm not going to tell you the best of luck i'm just going to tell you to continue to prepare continue to put your head down and whatever happens with with the game cool great but continue to to focus on your your long-term objectives too you know make sure you uh, focus on your skills. I heard you say you want to get tactical. Do that. Do that. You know, uh, get in them books. Get in your, get in study. Make make time for that. You know, make make time for uh, the shadow work. I heard you say that. Can make time for that. And when when the opportunity presents itself for you to to build with with D or Yurimo or, or wealth. Myself, anybody, you know, may take that opportunity, but you are not alone. Um, don't ever feel that way. Uh, just continue to do what you're doing, God. You're here for a reason. So I just wanted to say. Yeah, and keep in mind, too, there are certain, there, there are certain people that have been sent. Uh, they're special. Um, and... When your when your time comes, that door will open, and those people will present themselves to you. I will say this though: when it when it this is the this is the other side of it. Um, the connection that you have with the ancestors, with your ancestors, the connection that you have on the spiritual realm, that's yours. Um, and certain things can be talked about; certain things just shouldn't. Certain things should be left with you. Um, so have that, have that, have that, that, that respect and that courtesy from the spiritual side. Everything is not to be shared because especially dealing in the spiritual realm, you have to understand that the pendulum swings both light and dark. Everybody is not going to have the same motivation. Everybody is not going to have the same well-being for you. That's just a fact. There will be people that will present themselves like they have your well-being, but they really don't. They want your portals to be open so that they can get in. They are conniving. And they will put juju, call it juju, demonic spirits, all of that. That shit is real. Casting of spells. So you have to keep your portals protected at all costs. It's like keeping your life protected. Keep your portals protected. And don't just allow anybody access to your portals. Don't allow anybody access to work on you. Be very selective. There are people that are powerful. They do and they have they have powerful work. I keep oracles. I keep oracles around. I have to. They have great insight. But you have to also know your power and your ability and be secretive. 
Be secretive. There's nothing wrong with holding secrets. That's between you and the ancestors. That's between you and the spirit realm. Um, yeah, Delilah. Delilah cut those locks for a reason. <laughs> and, 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 and Samson allowed it by not protecting by not protecting those things most precious or should have been most precious to him. So, um, yeah. And then that, that goes right along with what you just said, God, he should have kept the family secret. The family told him, don't tell her about you, the secret of your strength. <laughs> and, uh, he went and told secrets. And once he told the secrets, that was it. He paid the price. He had to pay with pain. Facts. Yeah. That spirit realm is nothing to play with either. Um, be, 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 uh, and, and I'm not insinuating that you don't you don't sound like you playing at all. I'm just saying uh, for for everybody that that spirit realm is really nothing to play with. It's it's a serious realm. And if we tap in, we could literally change the course and direction of 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 things just just by just by tapping in and being serious. Um, so. Um, I know who guides my movements. I know who's there. I know I know where the protection comes from. I, I you know, and uh, once you once you once you realize that it's a beautiful experience, life becomes a lot more beautiful. Uh, you experience a lot less stress. Uh, you experience a lot less impediments and obstacles uh, because you start to get you start to get quiet. You'll get to a point where you want to get quiet because you want to hear the you want to hear the information. You want to get the download. You want to hear the guidance because you already know that you're you already know that you're being you're being set up for success. You already know you're being directed to success. You already know that wherever you're being led is the right direction. And that's where you want to get to. You get quiet and you get it and they'll speak to you. They speak to me all the time. I'd be I'd be doing some I'd be doing some stuff and they'd be like, come on, dude, you know, we got you. What you scared of? I'd be driving they'd be like, man, come, get to your destination. Can I push 95, 100? Man, get to you. You know, we got you. Then sometimes I it'd slow up. Yep. Cop up ahead. <laughs> and it's 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 crazy and it happens just like that. It happens just like that. And it's been happening like that for years is the crazy. It it, it it's really not crazy. It's it's not, but it will sound crazy to those who aren't tapped in. But it's really a very beautiful thing. So um God, that's so funny that you mentioned that. Because I, I go through the same thing, bro. I'll be on the road. Spider senses kick off, ancestors whispering in my ear, slow down. And I don't question it. As soon as I feel that, slow down. Literally, I'm hitting the gas. Three seconds later, I see a cop hitting in a, in a, in a, in a, in a little cut off to the side with radar machine. I'm like, yep, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that easy. Yeah. yeah. I experienced that as well in a lot of different ways, you know what I'm saying? Just the life in general, it's like, Whenever you heed that first notion in your mind that something might be off about this, and then you actually pay attention to that and, and move accordingly, 
And you'll find that, that all them little synchronicities and all them little quote-unquote coincidences, all of that shit is really put in front of you to direct your path. Because I really do experience that shit, man. Everything that y'all just said is directly applicable to just life in general. You know, as you're moving, you know, through life, whatever, whatever speed and momentum that you may have, there's going to be things that pop up to tell you to pump the brakes or, you know, or swing this left real quick or, you know what I'm saying, you might want to cut this person off or whatever the case is, man. And, like, you always see in, 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 in hindsight how how your path was directed. But I call it, it's, to me, it's just like the path of least resistance. You know what I'm saying? When I try to do something, you know, when I, when I know that I'm setting out to do something and my intention, you know, my intention is based off of a vision that I see on the other side, then I know that whatever obstacle in my way is just for me to, you know, move around or move through or, you know, somehow get out the way so I can get to where I'm going because that vision was placed in my mind by my, you know, by my guides, my spirit guides, you know. But if I know I'm moving without that vision and I'm kind of trying to feel my way through, then I know that as soon as something like keeps me from going in a certain direction, I know that's to, 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 to push me on track. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's what I mean by like the path of least resistance in that way. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really just one of those things just like getting out of the way, you know. You don't want to make, you know, rash decisions, you know, based off of ego, you know, based off of how something might make you feel. You know, it's, it's just a matter of, um, you know, understanding that spirit already has, you already divinely guided and protected as it is. You know, because of the fact that you tapped in, you know, that the the the, uh, the ancestors I feel like that are most prevalent prevalent in my life are the ones who whose voices haven't been heard through the generations of, you know, my family who's been like just fucking sheep. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, my family members over the past couple of generations, they're not conscious, you know what I'm saying? So I know that in my line there's those ancestors who were conscious, who saw who saw for what it is, and I know that to be true because it's me. That whatever ancestors that ancestor that was came back through me, so I know they existed. You know, and I and I also know that between them and me, there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that don't know shit and don't even care to ask questions. You know, and so you know, I know that as long as I'm tapped in and, and those ancestors are channeling through me. You know, anything that comes in my path, I'm, I'm already divinely guided and protected, and that shit proves itself day in and day out. It's just a, it's, it's a, uh, it's, you check your ego. That's really what it is. As long as your ego is out the way, then spirit can move. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So you can't do both at the same time. A lot of times your comfort zone is rooted in your ego. The shit that you're used to doing, you know, your patterns, your vices, your bad habits, all that shit is rooted in ego. You know, even even you know when we when we um when we go out here to do the work and we get recognized for the work, or you know we start seeing changes based off of the work that you might do, or you might plant seeds somewhere. You start seeing that those seeds grow in different places. You know, and we're constantly being challenged to check our ego and in, in, in the process of these things because you know what what you what you start out with good intention can easily become ill will by being affected by the outside world. You know, it's, it's a cliche quote about, you know, um, the uh, something about, you know, sink only ships when it lets the water in. You know what I'm saying? As, as long as you exist as a vessel and your ego is out the way, then you're not letting the water in. You're able to maintain and, and do what you was put here to do. You know, it's 
people who are ineffective, they're ineffective because there's too much shit getting in the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, talk about getting those downloads and shit like that. I mean, you know, if your hard drive is full of bullshit, you know, you can't get no download. Mm. You know, if your if your cabinet is fucking if your cabinet is full of junk food, there ain't no space for the herbs. You know, so that's what it's about. It's about clearing your shit out, clear, clearing out all of the low low vibrational shit, so that you got space for the high vibrational shit. And it's a personal responsibility because there's nothing outside of you that can do it. You don't, you know, throw a throw a, a penny into the ancestor fountain and, and make a wish. You know what I'm saying? It's there's nothing outside of you. What you what you're doing is you're going into self and finding the parts of yourself. Zodiac, you know, the zodiacs and shit. You know, I'm a Scorpio. You know, Cancer uh, Moon, Capricorn rising. I know it's a little wild, but that's my chart. Well, I acknowledge that. If I was to read anything as it pertains to my chart, this shit'll probably be spot on. But I also understand that all of those twelve zodiacs are all archetypes of my own subconscious mind. All of every single last one of them. Because if I read somebody else's chart from from the perspective of that person or whatever, if I if I if I allow myself to read somebody else's chart and, and apply it to myself, it'll probably make sense then too. That's that's a challenge I want to give everybody. Read somebody else's chart and think about it as if it was you and see if that shit fits your, your, your life. And not to debunk astrology at all, but it's to say that we're we're the black dot in the middle of that zodiac. If you look at a zodiac wheel. And in the very middle of that, that's us. You know, we, we're the infinite potentiality. Yep. And all of those things are, 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 are different light codes. The, every zodiac is a different light code that comes from the same source, but they pass through different through different channels to get to this planet. You know, and based off of when you were born, that, you know that that's 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 the energy that you were born out of. You know what I mean? But those energies all still exist within you, just like every other element on the periodic table. So that's our powers, you know what I mean? So I just I say that to say, you know, those those are our ancestors, you know what I'm saying? All, all those different energies are our ancestors. When every one of them ancestors came to this planet, they came through a specific channel. They came with the energy of, of whatever whatever their, their chart is, that's the energy they came here with. And then when they left in, from the physical, you know, they returned, but, you know, they returned to the source, but the energy that they left here, the, the energy never dies. You know, so knowing that we that we embody all of those things as archetypes of our subconscious mind, we're able to pull any of those into the space at any given time. You know, so as you go through your day, as as I go through my day, I got different scenarios that I know with different ancestors to quick to deal with. My uncle Dwayne, who was killed by the police, he was a straight up, he, he was a, he was a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? He was a good dude. He was a righteous dude on his own path, but he was a street nigga. So when I get into certain shit, in the back of my subconscious mind, I tell him, uh, you know what I'm saying? How would you deal with this? And let him move to me. You know what I'm saying? Whenever whenever I feel myself getting, feeling too heavy and I need to lighten the fuck up, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I, I, I feel myself frowning all the time with my eyebrows down because I'm in warrior mode all day. Then I got to tell him my auntie Sheila. You know what I'm saying? Because she was a light spirit and she went through a lot of shit. She, she passed away after getting cancer for the second or third time after going through remission a few times you know what I'm saying so I, whenever I'm in, in those type of moments I know the channel and this is a very broad example of what I'm saying but you know that's that's what we do that's you know that's that's our power right there so I'm just I'm just rapping at this point man uh, I don't even realize I don't even remember why, why I brought this up but that's 
No, you and spot on. You spot on, D. You spot on with with what you said as far as the channeling is concerned and, and, and using the different ancestors. You spot on. There's, well, and, and the astrology, too, because the astrology, we go through all the cycles, even though we have the sun, our moon and our rising. We still go through all this. All the zodiac will hit us at some point. So. You were, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you were, you were definitely right and exact, guy, because when you go through the astrological charts, um, and that challenge, I've done it. So I know at some point throughout the year, at some point throughout the year, I'm going to touch on Aquarius. I'm going to touch on Cancer. I'm going to touch on Libra at some point throughout the year. I'm going to touch on those, even though they're not part of my, astrological chart per se for my sun, my moon, or my rising, but I will enter all of those houses at some point. Yeah. Well, see, like, so the Zodiac, so, you know, what were you 100% right, guy? The, the thing is, the Zodiac is dealing with elements and minerals and, and all of these different things that, that are floating around in space, right? And so the, the the light code changes as it as it goes through different constellations and it goes past different planets. It's 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 the light is picking up energy as it goes from all these different uh, uh, celestial bodies that it passes through, and it and it brings it to this planet at, at that certain time. So today, um, you know, well let's 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 say my birthday, for instance, you know, November twelfth, you know, is Scorpio. You know, what I'm saying because every year. You know that's the Scorpio constellation mm -hmm. on November twelfth. But on the day on the day that I was born, you know, I was also it was also um, that the moon was in Cancer. You know, what I'm saying and the sun was rising in Capricorn on that day. So those are just three out of my whole chart, just three different energies that were inundating the planet at the time. Right. So the thing is, just like just like dealing with the crystals, like the, the crystals work work with our bodies because of the mineral composition within our bodies that's already there. You know what I mean? It, it, it works with the mineral composition in our bodies and it matches the frequencies. So in the same way, all of those different elements of celestial bodies, all of those elements already exist in us. So as certain days pass, uh, what are we right now? What, what are we in right now? Virgo? Uh, no, we're in uh, Leo, aren't we? We're in Leo right now? Yeah, August. Yeah, I believe we're in Leo right now. We're in Leo. Yeah. Alliance. Right, we're about to go into Virgo. Right, okay, okay, got you. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I say that to say, you know, right now, you know, the, 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 the composition within your body, the star stuff in your body right now that comes from the Leo constellation is activated. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's, that's all it is. And as long as we're able to, to recognize those changes within us as individuals, you know, it's like... It's like a fucking epiphany, like, oh, shit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so focused on my zodiac and my chart, I'm not realizing I'm affected by all of these things. Right. But that's just part of understanding that, you know, that the all, we're, you know, all, we're all part of the all. You know, the, <laughs> right. um, the all is mental, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you choose to focus on is, is your reality. Facts. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Hey, Kim. Not, not to... Not not to take it uh not 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 to to, to, to diverge into something else. This is just a 
a download that just hit me as we were talking, you know, with this whole with this whole jab business, right? We 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 see videos of people that are now connected after the jab. The one guy that every time he go close to anything with a Bluetooth, he registers on that device. Right, or he's his body is trying to connect to that device. Right after the shot, uh, radio frequencies coming out of people that 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 got the jab. You know what I mean? Now, why why did I bring that up? I'm thinking about my most recent trip, camping with the family. We got we got the little uh, Easy Pass. Easy Pass is the device you put in your car. You drive through something, don't nothing touch you. But it registers that device and can bill. It knows exactly who to bill for that, for passing through that throw. Right. Right? Because of that RFID in there. That, that, there's a frequency that that, that little, that little uh, easy pass is constantly sending out. And when it gets hit, scanners, then the scanner can read it. And it's like, this is that particular thing. Right. Now, for the people that got the jab, they all have, they are a walking RFID. <clears throat> so every time you pass these devices, they can track you, they know where you're going. Facts. Now, the same way they can deactivate your easy pass when you don't put no money in it, you think they might not be able oh, to deactivate shit, well. you? <laughs> Real talk. Right? So that now you can be scanned, it can be controlled, your neurological uh, pathways are all wired and, and they can be controlled now through this nanotechnology. We don't we don't we don't see what's coming. The predictive programming already showed you. <laughs> you know, the conditioning with the whole easy path, you know, with with with, with uh, here in New York we used to have tokens to get on the train. Then they moved you over to a metro card, right? Which is now something that you swipe, and then they moved you over now to where you can put your phone there, and RFID in your phone can just be read without even touching the thing. It's conditioning. The direction that they're moving us in, the next step now is, look, you see the Amazon store says, cashless Amazon. You just walk in, pick up what you need, and it scans your phone. And it can build directly to your phone. Well, now you don't need the phone if you think that scan. Mm. Right? So I just had to share that because that hit me with a power just now. Black Mirror shit. Black Mirror is that shit, bro. Black Mirror is uh, yeah. shit, bro. It is. Yeah. Yurima, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. I saw that you all, you know, grabbing a piece of land, building land. How we already had a black Wall Street and shit, and then these motherfuckers just came and bombed it. You know what I'm saying? Bombed all of it, every last of it. So, how is there a way we can, you know, try to prevent that from happening again? Or, oh uh, yeah. Well, I I think that I think that um, first of all, I think when we when we talk about how the enemy moves. Um, a lot of times they make moves so that um, we become fearful and then we don't want to do it again. Um, I make move based upon 
what I've seen in the past and how we can perfect it now so that the shit doesn't happen again. Um, so, for instance, like like Black Wall Street, like there's a community in this country right now that's been they've been they've been operating autonomously for better part of 50 years. Um, I've been told that I've been told that you get about 15 minutes from the place and it's almost like you're entering a whole nother country. Um, you know, I, 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 but that group, as far as I know, um, and I haven't been out there, but I'm going to go. But that group that I'm talking about, they don't they don't they don't have any other groups. It's them. The The Unity Walk, our, our organization is it, for it's for Aboriginal, Indigenous, Melanated people. That's that's who it's for. So there would never there would never be a situation where, um, you know, a, a brother is going to be in an elevator in our community with a white woman and then white people get a <laughs> scream rape and, and all of it because they're not even going to be there. First and foremost. Um, second is 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 the fact that we automatically know going into any situation, we have to look from a standpoint of security first and foremost. How do we secure our people first and foremost? Because we overstand the lay of the land. We overstand who the enemy is. Um, and but we also understand that if I mean, at the end of the day. We're going to keep it real. They 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 bombed. They bombed the organization move, just bombed them off. the uh, Took a, a block in Philly and just bombed them. You know, so they they went into Waco and just and just you know, burn those people out. This is just, you know, I, I mean, so if if they if they want to come in, they have the military power to do it. Should that stop us from moving and growing? Hell no. Hell no. Because if I'm going to go out, then it's going to have to be like that. Straight up. I'm going to have to go out like John Africa and them. Real tough. Yeah. Because listen, they, they went to war from, from in their own house. They, these motherfuckers did not back down. They weren't coming out that motherfucker. Even when they smoked them out, they weren't coming outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I, I, I agree with uh, Empress Mystique over here on IG. Like, you know, this, that's a conversation to be had, you know, when it, when it's time to have it. You know what I'm saying? Well, around at, at, our, at our round table meetings. But, um, you know, let it be known, shit. You know, we if we moving with the autonomy to to exist. You know, uh, on our birthright, our land is our birthright. You know what I'm saying? Our, our resources and shit like that. This is our birthright. This is our birthright to fucking live and thrive as autonomous beings. Facts. Anybody that's trying to get in the way of that, hell yeah, it's gonna be ways of, of, of protecting ourselves. Hell yeah. But I want to tell you, Jordan, man, we um, the reason why I said that uh, that you and I should tap in because you are interested in and training and things like that, um, let me know. We'll get you certified and, 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 and get some combat training in, brother, because we're not too far away from each other. I'm definitely going to tap. I need that shit, man, for real. For real. Yep. Got you. I wanted to... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, Jordan, I see... 
my, my bad, Yuri. Bro. No, no, uh, no. Go ahead, go ahead. You good? You good? I just want to get this out of the way because I, well, I don't, I don't see. There's, there's no way, uh, brother Jordan, for us to contact each other. So if you want to, uh, I don't know if you're on IG or not, but uh, we we'll have to figure that out before we get off. Yeah, they're they're um, we we just can't we can't move from a position of fear. Um, you know, we can't move from a position of fear. It's and that's what they do. They try to induce fear. Um, you know, you kill a bunch of black men. What do black men do? Well, the hope is that you just start emasculating yourself, chop off your penis and and start putting on dresses and heels. And, you know, um you know, we bomb a whole block. The hope is, is that, you know, black people, you just stay dispersed. Don't even think about starting your own community. Just stay because then that's how they come in. Wealth was at wealth was you, you were spot on. They don't have enough. They don't have enough people, but they do have enough when we stay divided as a group. They do have enough when we're just spread out. And the fact of the matter is, is like like the community I'm in, they're not going to fight. They're not bucking. There might be a couple. I'd be surprised, but they're too worried about getting to the goddamn pool. Not they're not going to buck. Like you said, to the damn booty. Yeah, exactly. And so and so I know that. So I know I'm stranded. It's me. And so because I, I know it's me, I know that that anybody close to me, anybody close to me, they have to have that mentality. Because because if they don't, if they don't, they'll get me killed. And those are the serious times that we're living in. Just think about just think about if it, it can be something as simple as something as simple as that you might not think is even a big deal. Man or woman, a knock at the door and somebody answers that motherfucker. Now, in this greater scheme of things, you might not think it's a big deal. Well, damn, somebody knocked. I'm in my home. I answered. If you and the person ain't on the same page or you're not thinking alike, what the fuck are you answering the door for? Well, I mean, I just... no. That right there, little things like that. Don't answer the fucking door. We got to be on the same page on that. Just something small. If they put, if 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 you get stopped, what's what's the response going to be like? If we're going in a place, they say they stop you about the mask. How? What's the reaction? How are we going to move? Well, I'm going to keep walking. Well, I'm going to stop and have a conversation. Well, we on, we ain't on the same page. We ain't on the same page because I'm not going to stop. I'm, I'm not going to stop and have a conversation. I'm going to keep it moving. You having a conversation, they could they could have taken the back. Just you having that quick conversation, you could be putting both of us at risk because they could be shedding on you now. I mean, come on, let, let's keep this shit real. I'm keeping it moving. We're not going to have no conversation. But if you and the people aren't on the same page, the shit gets murky, man. It gets really murky. And I learned that from my experience when 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 I fortunately I had some great men, man. Some great men that really that really poured into me. And when you when 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 the warriors are not on the same page, 
people people get fucked off in real time. People got to be on the same page and you got to know what's going on. You got to know. And you got to also know you got to also know and be honest with yourself that, yeah, yeah, I'm not built for this. Because 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 you might be with a person that be on some go time. I'm on go time, period. You might be with that person. and You got to know that. No, because I'm, I'm not on go time. And that's fine. Those things have to be those things have to be worked out. And that's why that's why a lot of times for certain people. For certain people, it's 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 so much better that they move by themselves. I'm one of them people. Because if it's not like minded, if it's not like minded, because because I'm sorry, I'm not going to a concentration camp, man. I was in prison. I serve. I serve. I serve. I did my tour of duty. I'm not going to a fucking concentration camp. I'm telling you that now. I'm not doing it. At least not without putting up a fight, a serious fight. I'm just you're not just walking me to a concentration camp. And I know it's a concentration. I don't care that you got fucking cable TV in there. I don't care that you got flat screens. I don't care that that you got nice beds with nice linen on it. That shit means fucking nothing to me. I had my I got my own spot with all of that. I don't need to be in yours with a fucking fence around it. But there's but there's going to be people. There's going to be people that 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 they're going to walk in. And I can't be I can't be aligned with those people. Not knowingly aligned with them. Because then that means that means one of that. That means that that the balance is off. And why is the balance off? Well, because you've chosen to go. I said, I'm not. I'm not going to break from that. And obviously, you're not going to break from your position, too. So the only thing that you're going to try to do is the same thing that the people with the back try to do is you're going to try to get me to break from my position because now I'm the problem because I'm not willing to be led into slavery. Because, oh, you want to be that black man that bucks. You're the problem. See, when you move by yourself, you ain't got to worry about that kind of shit. Because <laughs> you already know what needs to be done. Hey, Go ahead, D. I think D was hey, going to cut. Hey, before you go. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Before you go, I got to leave the room. I, I highly appreciate y'all, man. For real. I'm definitely tap back in. I'm always trying to get on the room. I love y'all, man. For real. I appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe and careful. And hey, thank you, too, Most family. definitely, God. You be careful as well. Stay dangerous, God. Likewise, y'all king. Yes. We'll talk soon, family. Got to. No, I was just... Hey, you read my... Go, go ahead, Will. No, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, D. Hey, I was just trying to insert, so I just, just to kind of <laughs> make light of the situation real quick, man. You you remember that movie, um, Weekend at Uncle Bernie's or some shit like that? Where they oh, was, yeah. like, riding around with their with they uncle's dead body and shit, trying to tell he was alive and shit. Anyway... If there are concentration camps, that's how they're gonna have to carry me to that bitch. <laughs> hey, and, and I was sitting here, I was sitting here thinking, you know, they they do so much predictive programming. If you think back to the Matrix, they put that electronic 
nanite type <laughs> shit in Neo's belly. Right? right. And what did the what did the what did the crew say when they came to pick him up? You bug. You bug. You putting us all in danger. Every time I talk to one of these people that got that shit, I'm assuming that the government is listening and and seeing everything that we talk about. Mm. Because they already showed you that this shit go migrates to the brain and starts forming, you know, structures around the brain, all around in the circle. Mm. So what does that mean? Like, that's where you process all your senses. Well, your physical senses. That's where you process all that stuff. You understand what I mean? So I'm, I'm already assuming that they hacked into your ocular nerve and all that stuff. Look, I, I can't talk to you about nothing. Mm. Why do I want to talk to my enemy? Mm. You know, they like to they like to use technology to recreate as close as they, as close as they can our spiritual gifts, because they not they can't tap into that. Right, right. right. So when they think about the all seeing eye, they thinking about that through the lens of technology. How can we keep a constant right. eye on everybody? Well, if every if we can look through everybody's eyes and put that data into some kind of supercomputer with some with some artificial intelligence that can monitor everything, then we can know everything. We can be hip to everything. We can see things before they come. So I'm already assuming that if you went and got that shit, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Facts. You don't you don't compromise yourself. You know what I mean? So like when it comes to security, yeah, I am very security minded. That was a huge part of my profession for most of my life. So that's definitely gonna gonna be a necessity in any community we set up. You got the you got to protect yourself. You ain't even got to be trained to know that. Like, just look at nature. Mm. You got to have security. Mm. Facts. Right? And, and, when, and if it came down, like you was talking about, you remember about them offering these nice beds and all of that shit. Listen, I'd rather sleep outside on a rock. <laughs> Facts. And have my freedom mm. than to be comfortable inside of a prison. Because I can never get comfortable there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I identify with you and I align with you 100 on that. You're not taking me to no concentration camp. And I know who I am. So when I say me, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and the importance of... I mean, you're not taking me to no camp. You ain't taking my family. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, God. That's all I wanted to say. No, it, 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 right and exact, and and that's what I. That, the the only point I wanted to make with that is is the 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 aligning, um, the aligning because it, you know it, ho- hopefully it would never come to that for 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 people, but there shit is already coming to it. You see, and families fall apart right now. Why? Because there's not they're not aligned. They're not aligned, and so you got certain family members trying to talk certain others. There's only a few of us out here. For real, for real. And we can talk about the people that are waking up. That, I mean, that's great conversation. But for the people that are like, no, we're, we're outnumbered. And so, you know, and, and when I say we're outnumbered, I'm talking on a much deeper level than just the VAC. 
This goes much deeper than that. This is just this is just a catalyst that they're trying to use to another way that they're trying to use to divide. But I'm talking on on a much deeper level, on a much deeper level, because because even even the people that are, you know, the people that are bucking. Then I don't want that in my system. There's a certain there, there there's a certain level of consciousness with some of them, with many of them. Whereas if this wasn't if this wasn't a topic of conversation, they would be they would be partying and doing the regular routine and comfortable in their enslavement. So there's levels to this. There's deep, much deeper levels. So hear me again, I repeat. If we if 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 this jab was not a topic of discussion right now, if this wasn't on the scene and COVID had never happened for a lot of the people who claim or we believe have woke up or are woke. It would be business as usual. They wouldn't give a fuck about people being killed in the street, aboriginal, indigenous people being murdered in the street, slaughtered. They wouldn't give a fuck about. A, a, a brother whose kids are kidnapped from him by the fucking fraternal order of police. They wouldn't give a fuck about none of that shit, man. They wouldn't give a fuck about Kareem Gaines being murdered in her house by SWAT. They wouldn't care. And so this is just one level. And I understand that even a lot of them that are, oh, no, I'm not getting the jab. And man, we got to fight. That still don't make us. That still don't make us family because there's levels to this consciousness. And it didn't take it didn't take a jab or them coming up with this uh, uh, fucking euthanization scheme for me to figure that they're still enemies. So it's important for people to know who they're aligned with, because it definitely is levels to this shit. And if you ain't dealing with somebody who's aligned with you on all, on all cylinders, on all levels, that will be a problem in a time of war. That will be a problem in combat. I didn't been in race riots, man. And if the person who's supposed to have your back that you fighting back to back with, if they falter or they get weak or they second guess or the shit don't go like and, and that doesn't necessarily mean the plan is going to go but it does mean that we stand on our word that okay this is this is what I'm on okay I'm on the same shit okay then not this is what I'm on well man damn when I saw the blood though man I I I I admit it's too late then we dead what do you mean when you saw the blood you you got sick and you killed over and or, or when or when you saw the blood you ran? I told you the story about the dude too much, so I'm gonna go get help. Yeah, I told you the story about the dude who ran on me. Dude fucking ran on me. Yeah. And had and, and and the crazy thing is when I go to get the dude. His people run on him, but when they seen I was by myself, had my dude been there, it, he left me for dead. 
They punished me, man. They punished me bad. Once they realized, oh, he's by himself, it was a wrap. Those kind of those kind of things in warfare get people fucked off, and I got fucked off that day. And it was a valuable lesson I had to learn. Yeah, I wasn't looking like the Urimacrama you see in this video right now. They fucked me up bad. <laughs> but uh yeah, so so you know, it, it we're in serious times and, and and you know, some of us will, some of us will it'll be like we're almost invisible moving through this paradigm. You got to be locked in. But you got to know who you with. You got to know who you with. Very very important. You got to know who you with. And no matter what they say, yeah, no matter what they say, actions and deeds speak louder than words. What'd you say, D? You got cut off. I said, uh, people got to stop being so afraid of death. Like the fear of death is, is the first, you know, the first step to slavery. If you fear death, then somebody can enslave you by threatening you with death. You know what I mean? And, and that's right. You know, I'd be thinking about situations where people get uh, waterboarded and tortured and shit like that. Um, and I ain't gonna hold you. That's that's one of I, I fear. I fear being tortured more than I fear death. You know what I'm saying? But mm. even that, like the fear of pain and the fear of discomfort, and shit like that. It's like whenever you. Whenever you put in a situation where you got to face one of those fears of physical harm or, or something like that, people completely fold and you find out who's who for real. You know, when or when when death seems imminent for somebody, you know, that's when people end up, you know, submitting to, to whatever force it is that they fear. And I just we I that's that's really that's really the, the, the line that separates people who's really with the shit to that. You know, we talk about, you know, the whole revolutionary suicide thing all the time. You know, the idea of, you know, uh, facing the opposing force, knowing that it may kill you, you know, for the sake of, if nothing else, inspiring uh, inspiring onlookers to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in bigger and larger numbers. You know what I mean? And so that's what it is. Like, if, if, you're, afraid to, if you're afraid to die, then... You don't have the uh, you don't have the courage to continue to protect yourself because you'll just lay down. You know what I'm saying? You'll just lay down mm. because you don't want to have to face that battle. You know, and and you know, Yurima, you talk about like you know the the uh, prison fights and shit like that. You know, I'm sure you've seen situations where. You know, there's there's been people who were, who were faced with that where they were challenged by somebody, and rather than facing the challenge and, and stepping up and, and, and manning up to protect themselves, they just gave in. You know what I mean? And, and that shit happens. You know, and that's that's what's happening with our people more and more. And that's that's the sad thing about their brother that uh that got on earlier because not got on, but um you know with the with the uh, the fucking debunking video because dude. He gotta be about my daughter's age, if he's even if he's even eighteen years old. You know what I'm saying? He's he's probably about that age. Yeah. And he probably lived with his parents. I'm pretty sure he got pressure all around him. And this is indicative of a lot of people right now. You know, his mom was like, Nah, fuck that. Get your ass up and go get that back. Go get that back. I don't give a fuck what you do on your little computer when you get back, but go get that back. 
You know what I'm saying? And and you know, whatever situation he's facing, whatever power his mother has over him, whether she's gonna take his freedom, whether she's gonna take his car, his computer, his little video game or something like that, he had to go do that. Out of fear of discomfort. And that shit trumped whatever he could have been thinking prior to. Yeah. So motherfuckers be compromised just based off of that. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They might stand on something now, but as soon as the opportunity comes where they see, oh, okay, well, we got to go out here and get some land. All right, so damn, the day comes where it's time to go out here. You know what I'm saying? Because shit is hitting the fan. Oh, they about to lock my whole city down. Damn, they, they don't start a martial law. It's a tank coming down the street. Let me get the fuck out of here. You know, we finally hit that escape plan, get to where we got to go. But then you realize, oh, shit. Ain't no microwave here. Damn, I can't fucking uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't uh, I don't, I, I, I can't, I can't change the color of my light to my house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can't turn the TV on. Ain't no cable. Mm. Man, I can't fuck with this shit. Ain't no cable. And then, and then you start reverting back to the mentality of, well, I guess it wasn't that bad. Like maybe I could have just. You know, maybe if I go ahead and get this vaccine, everything would be a lot easier. Cause what I'm gonna do is, if I can't, if I can't go to the to the grocery store and get my fucking pot pies and my uh, my snack cakes and shit, then how am I gonna survive? Mm. And it's just that fear, that discomfort, that'll draw people right back into slavery. You absolutely like these conveniences and shit. These conven- like the fear of losing these conveniences is equivalent to the fear of death. These are attachments. Yeah, these these are attachments, and 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 these are these are attachments, and and what happens is, um, that's why it's such a mental game. You have to prepare mentally as well as physically, and if you're not used to losing shit, that that really you, I mean, you can't take it with you when you're dead anyway. But if you're not, if you're so trapped in. One of the one of the one of the biggest businesses, uh, or or at least most profitable profitable businesses in this country, and my team and I were were looking at the Unity Walk. We were actually looking at this a few years back. Is fucking storage units because people don't want to give their shit up. Yeah. So storage they units are very yeah. So storage yeah. units are very profitable. That's why you got shows like Hoarders and all of that. So, so, you know, when, when you have to make a decision, like you got to get up today and leave, you know how many people are going to get caught? Not because, not because they wasn't going to leave, but because they was taking so much goddamn time trying to snatch everything that they could to take with them. They just lost time just trying to snatch shit instead of grabbing that bag that you already got the emergency bag that you already supposed to have and jumping in the car and jetting. You'll beat everybody else to the highway, but because you had to stand, damn, I got to get these dishes. Wait, are they going to have this here? Oh, grab the microwave. Babe, the microwave is not going to fit. We got to make the microwave fit. It's like you you ain't even going to have electricity out here. What are you talking about? Like not being able to give up. I mean, let go of that shit. We're so tied to these things. Gotta grab my jaws, man. <laughs> right. Hey, you ready? I gotta grab my jaws, man. Yeah, gotta grab the jaws. <laughs> grab right? my jaws, man. You feel me? Mm. Yeah. 
Hey, that's not bad. They some good quality shoes that'll hold you down in the woods if you need them. Shit, I'd rather the Jays too. <laughs> he said, oh, but you don't you need one pair, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Hey, and now we got a crazy epidemic. Now we got a crazy epidemic. I'm seeing it more and more with parents and relatives kicking their minors out the house or just barely, barely 18 out the house. Oh, if you don't get the, 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 the job, you putting us at risk. So either you do this or you leave. This shit is fucking crazy. And you got and what I, what what was was actually uh, a positive out of that is that you actually got it a lot of younger people saying, you know what, fuck it, I'll find a way. But you're not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna stay in your house if I gotta take that jab. I'd rather go out there and since I got three or four homies that's in the same situation, we gonna pool our and we gonna get a little, a, a, a little studio or something until we can do better. Like the young, there's a lot of younger people that's not with the shits. They ain't with that whole brainwash shit, and their parents can't convince them to, to be on that that cool shit. They can't. They can't because this generation was born for the times they knew that they was gonna come into. So they are required to be rebellious because mm. they knew that they mission and they they they. They, they destiny on this go round was to rebel against this shit. Mm-hmm. So they not they not folding as fast as they parents and I and you know what this is the separation. You know what I mean when y'all making the jokes recently just now about people uh, not not wanting to leave their shit behind. That's the allegory of of Lot and his wife. <laughs> facts, facts. When the least Sodom and Gomorrah, she want to look back. She keep looking back. Hold up, baby. Let me at least let me at least get the 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 the, 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 the fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> the fire stick, bro. But can't, can't make a fire with sticks, though. But can't make a fire Correct. with sticks. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Can't That's make a fire with sticks. What the hell? What you're talking about is true, though. The reason why the fame with the shits is because this generation grew up being able to call their call bullshit on their parents. See, bullsh- the parents have been lying to their kids for generations and generations and generations, but these kids grew up with the ability to do research and fact check. A lot of times they ask their parents a question, they've already researched the answer before they even ask them the question. They just want to see if their parents are going to be honest with them. Mm. You know, yeah, and a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of these kids, you know, they know their parents full of shit. Mm. They know their parents is full of shit, and they, and they watch them. They watch their behavior. They watch their partying bullshit. They see their grown ass parents, you know, on TikTok doing stupid shit. Mm. You know, oh, acting, shit. Acting, acting like a goddamn kid, forty something years old, acting like a child, oh, taking self. They, they, they got like 40 pics on their Instagram profile and 35 of them is fucking selfies and shit. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But all of this shit is microcosms. Of, it's social engineering, man. It's, it's silent weapons for quiet wars. Hey, dude. Mm. Hey, you remember, remember, I said, remember I said it before, man. Niggas better start training, man. I'm telling you, because... That shit, you definitely, that shit gonna, gonna have to use, you got to use that shit, you know what I'm saying? Niggas out here bullshitting, they don't want to train, man. Yeah, that's what we was talking about right before you, right before you came in, man. That's, that's, that's facts, bro. 
Real talk. Niggas out here bullshitting. Yo, yeah, it's all good, party. No, it ain't, man. The grip is getting tighter around niggas' necks. So, you know what I'm saying? You want to get caught. You gonna, you, you know, you going to get me caught behind enemy lines and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, you know, him. they, they, they should have, you know, when we start, when we talk about, they got to start training. If, if, in, in 2021, if we got to tell somebody they got to start training, it's probably too late already. Um, well, yeah, that's true. I, I, I remember done that shit. Yeah, people, people. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say it's too late because you can, you can start right now. People can get up tomorrow and start training anything. Um, but we got a lot of work to do. That's why everybody's not going to make it, family. That's just it. I remember I did a live stream. This was what I think this was last year. Um, I did a live stream. I think I was like running. I, I, I was running like some miles. I think I ran like one or two miles while I'm doing the live stream. I'm running through the woods and, and I, people was, oh, man, how can you do that? Like, yo, is what do you mean? How can you not do it? And, you know, you got I mean, we got people ain't they people they they don't even walk because they got cars. They think that because they got a car that they're not supposed to walk. It's like it's like the crazy it's like the craziest thing. Like, yo, just because you got a car don't mean that you don't walk. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's people. Oh my goodness, there's kids that they don't, children that they, they don't drink water. They gotta have juice. Hey, Raymond, that's funny that you said that about walking, right? Because you know, I, I know you know how when you when people just see you driving all the time and they just see you walking for like one day and they ask you like, man, where your car? Man, you walking? Like, yeah, I'm walking, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a car, that don't mean I got to drive the motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had people like that. Be like, yeah, man, where your car at? Like, yeah, I'm like, between at the house. You know what I'm saying? Man, you walking? Like, yeah, I'm walking. Like, I mean, what's the problem? It's like, motherfuckers <coughs> just fucking lazy. Yeah. So, 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 real life, real, real situation. What, what happens? What? So, so, what happens? And this is, this is, and. and Again, we hope it. See, see, the thing is, the thing is, you're talking about a country that's never really been attacked, except domestically. You're talking about a country where we have we have been the ones to be attacked. So we know what that shit is like. But what happens? The person you love. This is a family member you love. You out here, you working. You putting your little videos up on Instagram where you working out and you getting it in and it's great. And now like this Game Pound just said EMP fries the cars. So now you can't and now now some shit is going on and you got to run. And you know that you can jog, you know that you can jog some miles. You know you got this, but you got a loved one who can't can't fucking make it. Right. Because they haven't prepared. So what do you, and this is what I'm talking about, being aligned with the right people. Do you stop to help them knowing that you're going to get fucked off too? Yeah, or right, do right. you do you just leave them where they at because you got to make it because self-preservation is the first law. 
Hopefully those choices don't get made. But guess what? Proper preparation prevents poor performance in the event that that does have to be a choice. Wouldn't it be better if you were in close proximity to to other like minded people where you all can at least fight together? I mean, we literally have to think like that. These people look, these people are breaking every law in the fucking book right now. They're not thinking about law and order. They don't give a fuck about the law. We're the only ones following the law. No, they ain't living by no law. They're not implementing no law. They're breaking the law. So they don't care about law. We we living by the law. We stay within the confines of the law. They're not staying within the confines of the law. So that means the law is really non-existent, at least for them. You know, the uh, uh, the, the fucking uh, uh, what Erica Badu comes out talking about. She's giving an apology for putting out the pictures showing Obama's party and shit where there none of them are wearing masks. So she's giving an apology for putting the pictures out. First of all, you're supposed to be caught. What were you doing there in the first place? <laughs> it's my question. No. Fuck the apology. No. What were you doing there? You're supposed to be conscious. She's in dizziness and all of that shit. Yeah. Uh, so, she's, so, not, she's not conscious, man. Everybody's not conscious. I love her, but she's not. Well, I, well yeah, that, I mean, that move showed it right there, but you're right, D. But but she tries to portray herself as she as as, as being conscious. But it's just it's just that that they're showing you. They're showing you like if you don't have money, if you ain't rich, this is this is what your lot in life is going to be like. I mean, they're showing you what it is. They're showing you when the governor of fucking Cali went out there and had that big event and they got the pictures of him. No mass, nothing. But he's got there's mass mandates in place. But his group, they didn't have to wear a mask in the restaurant. I mean, come on, man. What more they got to show you? Motherfuckers out here dying and everything. So, you know, if people aren't preparing, yeah, if people aren't preparing, it's going to be it's going to be sad for those who haven't prepared or for those who have an attachment to people, places or things. You have an attachment to people, places or things. That could be that could be that could be that could be the wrap that binds you right there. And King, King, not only are they a danger because you like the analogy you use where you got to go back and uh save one of them and end up getting caught up. That's the only way those people are dangerous to you. Those people who are not preparing, it's gonna be a large group of them that's gonna start eyeballing the ones who have been preparing. So when they come and take from. <laughs> I was just about you know, to they, say they can try this you know, if they want to. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they can. Yeah, hey, hey, they can, they can try anything. I ain't, there ain't no guarantee how it's gonna work out, but they can try anything. But that's the mindset of those who don't prepare. They short sighted, so they're like, all right, well, I ain't got it now. Even though they was in the club the weekend before that the shit popped <laughs> off, and they knew it was coming, but they didn't care because it wasn't here yet. Now that it's here, they're like, okay. But the supermarkets are closed up. Where can I get food? Cause I'm hungry. You know what? I know, I know, I know. You ring him down the block. He stay on some preparedness shit. He must got some food. You understand? So they gonna come. They gonna if they know that you got it, they gonna come. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. And when they when they, when they come, they they 
hey, I hope you're ready for Because they coming. And they know who we are. We the ones that they've been making fun of the whole time. Come, come, this trying to, trying to, trying to. You know what it is? Our, our tr- the truth that comes through us makes them so uncomfortable that they would rather burn the messages. So they make fun of you. They try to use pair pressure and, you know, uh, name calling, you know, you know, conspiracy theorists. You a B.I.E. They're all kinds of crazy, anti-vax, whatever they want to call you. They make fun of you because they're uncomfortable. But when the shit hit the fan, immediately they know. Which means that they knew the whole time. See, this is why it don't make no sense trying to save them. Because they know the whole time. Because when the shit do hit the fan, they're going to come to you, who they was making fun of, trying to take this shit because they know you prepared. Right? So I'm just, you know, wanted to share that, man. Because, like, like. I, I, I worry about the only people I'm concerned about is my tribe. Like I'm talking about concern for their well-being. It's my tribe. You know what I mean? And outside of that, hey, whatever else goes on with the other groups, whatever else goes on with the other groups. You know what I mean? But I, I'm not really that concerned for their well-being. And you, you know, you know, you know, uh, wealth. I want to. So, so, and I feel this, uh, Elaine. Elaine says, uh, I drink plenty of water, have bad knees and a bad back. You do have you do have to think that way, Urema. I don't want family held back because of me. Um, I do want to be taken serious. Um, Empress, I, I feel you, right? Um, and and here's the here's the here's what I go back to, and I remember I said this in 2016, 17. I remember, I remember the year that I said it. Um, and I remember when, 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 when I, when I, when you say that, uh, Empress, it reminds me that we've had plenty of time to get our shit together. What we're talking about here is find your tribe, right? But we could have been moving like the fake Jews moved. And by all rights, that's how that's the only way we should have ever been moving. Is how is 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 in a togetherness fashion, like like you declared war on our people. Make no mistake about it, we've been in a war for the last seven, eight hundred years. So you declared war on our people. You gave this fake emancipation because the fucking industrial revolution was taking place and you didn't know, you didn't know what to do. And so you didn't want to keep the country divided with the industrial revolution because you got some information from some other outside sources, some outside of these, outside of this entity. We've had opportunity to build. We did. Whether it was separate communities, they came through and destroyed We've had opportunity to sit down. That's where the fear kicked in. Oh, this is what they're going to do. We just got to, if we can't beat them, we got to join them. And instead of saying, no, okay, this is how they keep destroying our communities. Let's sit down and strategize. Because it did, we don't have to be on some tribal shit right now. Now we do because it's too late. Because now we're in the midst of the war. But we've had plenty of time. And we haven't taken advantage of that. We've tried to amalgamate ourselves into their system. And unbeknownst to a lot, that talented 10th, 
those groups of people that 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 left the community because they wanted to live next to white people, that group of people that left the community, those people that wanted to amalgamate, that wanted to show white people, look, we're, we're, we're just as smart as you, not realizing that we're fucking smarter, that they learned everything from our ancestors, not the opposite way, not the opposite way around. All of those people, you dragged us into that shit with you. We got dragged into that with you. This belief system, this Negro peonized way of thinking, we got dragged, a lot of us, a lot of people got dragged into that shit with you. Because there was a group that wanted to buck that shit. And so now here we are. Now, the, the lineage from some of that same group, the lineage from some of that same group is now trying to talk people into taking the jab. You can't, no, no, no. No, can't do it. Can't keep dragging us hey. into that bullshit. Hey, I was thinking about a whole thing with, uh, you know, going to Tulsa, you know what I'm saying, actually being right there, on the ground where all the shit went down at. <clears throat> and I, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about it since, you know, in hindsight, just the climate and, you know, some of the things that we encountered while we was out there. And if y'all remember the brother Terry breaking down, we was standing on Greenwood in front of Oklahoma State and we was looking down that long strip and he was like, down, down that way is the north side. You know, that's where pretty much all the black people are, like pretty much retreated to after everything happened all the way up down on the north side of Greenwood. And then everything south of where we were, um, uh, everything south of where we were on Greenwood was all, you know, the, the other side of town. You know, and over the course of those few days, you know, as, as we moved around the city and shit, you know, I went to a couple of crystal shops. And, you know, some of the family, we, you know, throughout the, the days, we kind of parted ways and went our own separate ways and then reconvened later on in the evening. And just while we was out in the, in the, uh, in the city, uh, I was noticing how many like license plate tags and stuff like that and like car decals and shit that was talking about, you know, being members of the Cherokee Nation and the Navajo Nation, yeah. all these different tribes and stuff like that. But the people that was that had them drinks on the cars was all crackers. It was all, you know, five dollar Indian shit. So I'm 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 thinking now, you know, just in hindsight how you know, with all these white people walking around Black Wall Street, like it's a tourist attraction and taking pictures, shit like that, if y'all remember, yeah. how much of that area was being gentrified, like those brand new condos that they was putting up right on the other side of, uh, I can't think of that main intersection, it's Greenwood and something else, I want to say like Nash Street or something, I think it starts with an N. Yeah. But um, that whole intersection was being gentrified where they were putting up these condos and all these modernized buildings and shit. And although they said it was 20-something, some odd black-owned businesses that still existed there, um, most of those businesses, from what I saw, primarily were geared towards the tourism of the area. You know what I'm saying? Like memorabilia shops and T-shirt shops and, you know, things of that nature. Um, just pretty much trying to, you know, keep the legacy alive by selling memorabilia of Black Wall Street, which was a fucking massacre. So this whole area has become... Uh, 
a commemoration for what happened. You know what I'm saying? It's not even, it doesn't even necessarily feel like, it doesn't feel, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but I, I feel like everybody that moved up back up to the north side and retreated, what, what happened with the, with the climate among those people? You know what I'm saying? They talk about how you know nobody talked about it for decades after that. You know, after after the massacre, like nobody talked about it for decades, even in the black community. Like motherfuckers just stopped talking about it. You know, and it's just crazy because that's that's indicative of the big picture of what's happening with our people. It's like we made all of this progress, and when the crackers come and fuck it up, you know, the people were so discouraged over the course of several generations that ain't been no more motion towards, you know, countering the fucking the opposition. They yeah. built the whole fucking Oklahoma State University has taken up that whole area. They own all that land. The damn baseball field behind them. Yeah, all of that open, even even them big open fields and shit. All that big open land. Yeah, and it's like damn. You know, I just whatever period of time existed from the time all that shit burned down because because you know like you know going back looking at documentaries and shit. There was a lot of time that went by after they burnt shit down that that shit was just a pile of ashes that nobody touched it. Nobody went over there. It was like a little ghost town for a while. It was just burnt and fucked that. You know, I think they said it took them a decade or 12 years or so to rebuild that big church that we saw. Yeah. But I'm just, it's, it's just like the, we, we allow our momentum to be broken so much. You know, every time a leader gets killed, the whole movement dies with the leader. You know, every time, every time, you know, there's, there's something like Black Wall Street or the MOVE organization, you know, that's that's disrupted, or even the Panthers for that matter. You know, every time it's disrupted or co-opted, you know, once the smoke clears, it's almost like the, the, it just disappeared into history. You know, and that shit is just wild to me, because even in Tulsa, like, as much as we, as much as we refer to Black Wall Street and, and just the tenacity of the people to have this going, because it was mad business, it was so many fucking businesses, 300 and something businesses yeah. within a mile, Every, every every single aspect of life was covered among just black on black, you know, uh, business. And, yeah. and and after this this one 24 hours worth of destruction, the spirit of the people was broken that much where they didn't even come back and try to rebuild that shit or even just take it elsewhere. You know, and I don't know all the history about Oklahoma in general, but for there to have been, you know, dozens of black towns all over the state of Oklahoma, why didn't all of them pitch in to rebuild like Wall Street? I'm gonna have to tap in a little bit more, but I'm just I'm just talking about that that psychological condition of the people where as soon as our efforts are thwarted a little bit, just just drop out of the fucking race. It's Willie Lynch theory, man. Or a better or well, a question I, be, or another, another question. What about what why didn't those other black towns do a counterattack? Well, I, I think too. I think too. We have to a couple of things um, when we talk about Black Wall Street because it was an interesting experience. Um, it was a it was an interesting experience. I, I was I, I got there. So so we have to remember that there were like seventy other black, about seventy to eighty other black towns like Black Wall Street around this country, all destroyed. So we had the fortune of being at in Tulsa, 
but you had successful black communities in Alabama destroyed, successful black communities in Louisiana destroyed, successful black communities in just like Black Wall Street, all destroyed because of white jealousy. And most of those were, most of those resounding things some white woman screaming rape or some uh, 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 fraternization with white women. So, you know, these are the catalysts that they use to come in and destroy communities. And, 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 and it, you know, we, we focus a lot because Black Wall Street is the most, is, is the one that, that is the most popular, so to speak. But yeah, you have Red, Rosewood too. I mean, but you had 70 or 80 other Black communities around this country all destroyed, all of them destroyed at the hands of, and, th and this is why I say, like, for us to still be on some tribalism and not, and for, and for Black leadership to be on some divisive shit, like, this is a, like, th th this shit is a payday for many people. This has just become a payday for them. getting paid off of fucking black pain, man. I remember, I remember while we were there, D, um, the, the one thing with everything that they've been through, um, the black restaurant I first went to. And because I was the first one there, I got there that morning. So I was the first one there. I said, yo, I'm going to go support black restaurant. And um, the first thing I experienced was Not that the not that the service was bad, not that um, it was necessarily that the food was bad, but the catering to white people, the catering to white people, to white patrons, was much more. I remember the. I don't know if he was the owner or who, but he came out for, and I'm not going to name the spot, but he came out and was going around to the tables where the white folks would say, how's the food? Like that bojangling ass bullshit, man, that licking boots ass shit. And that nigga looked at me and just turned his head. Like what? No, hi, how you doing? Obviously, you know, I'm not, you, you these people are regular. So, you know, I'm not from around here. You haven't seen me in here before. That nigga looked at me and turned up his eyes and, and rolled out. So, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like, man, you know, that that def I don't even want to be around them type of niggas, man. I, do, I, I can't even stand to be around them. That bojangling and boot licking for white folks, like that is just, that down south shit, uh, this is my boss. It's not, no, that crack is not your boss. That calling them boss and all of that, I, I can't stand that kind of shit, man. Just so, but these communities were destroyed well, and literally. Down south shit. No, you're in my dad. Well, I mean, I mean, because I no, my bad. I because <laughs> that's the only place I've ever heard them. No, don't don't get it. No, the north they we do some fuck shit up here too. The north do some shit up here too. Um, that that be, but but that's the only place I've well, ever. I've ever heard that is like my boss man. Yeah, that's my boss man. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
but they've destroyed so many of our communities, man. And instead of instead of black leadership, um, instead of black leadership combining, because we've always had these different organizations. You had SNCC, uh, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. You had the Black Panthers. They were moving. Then you had Malcolm and Dr. King. They were moving. Then you had the uh, King, who was uh, part of what? The Southern Christian Leadership Conference. So you've had all of these different groups. Then you had the the end fighting with Eldridge Cleaver. And I, I think it was Eldridge and, and, and uh, Huey. I, I could be wrong though on that. Don't quote me on that. But it was in fighting with one of with two of the, the the main Panthers to where they started branching off and breaking up. Then you had um the you know, of course, you know, the the uh the God in, in, in Chicago, of course they they um you know, you had his death which was which was, you know, his bodyguard set him up, uh Fred Hampton. Um then you had the 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 uh, BGF, the Black Gorilla family. So you got all of these, and that was you know instrumental with with acknowledgement of 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 the of the God Warrior uh, George Jackson and his brother Jonathan. But you had all these different groups, and then you have the religious groups too. So you add them in. Because you had the nation, you got the Moors back then. You had the you know again the 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 Christian groups. But none of these, I, 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 you know, I don't know that these groups tried hard enough to make a consolidated effort for them to all just get together and say, look, you know, they're picking us off. Because remember, it became a surprise when people found out that that Malcolm and, 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 and Martin were talking behind the scenes. That became like a surprise. And I know that COINTELPRO played, you know, you go through COINTELPRO, they played a big part in uh, uh, the divisive tactics that they were using as well. So I'm not negating that there weren't things that were being, that, you know, were being orchestrated from, from the government standpoint. But I just don't know that black leadership has really done enough to connect together we're successful at we're successful at creating our own organizations and until those organizations get you know too big or until those organizations unless it's a religious organization anything outside of a religious organization if it becomes too revolutionary um you know they 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 come in and they and they smash it clear sign black lives matter Black Lives Matter is not a revolutionary organization. That's why they got the props that they did. And the revolutionaries who were in that organization, the Darren Seals, they got murked. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, anybody gonna tell you you're wrong, God? Uh, pretty sure we all agree. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure y'all agree, G, but, uh, Yeah, that I'm wasn't meant. That wasn't meant for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, but that's nah, that's that's a good point, though, man. And I I feel like you know, as long as um, 
as long as we have a mainstream media, you know, as long as we have, you know, social media, shit like that, people are willing, are, are willing to continue to perpetuate the bullshit, you know, um, as long as that's the case, it's, 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 it serves as a good thing for those of us who see through the bullshit because, you know, we know who to, who to stay away from and all that, but the thing is, there's going to come a time where this shit will not be here, you know what I'm saying? This, this, the internet is, is, is not, is not indestructible. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and mm. you know, somebody mentioned the EMPs earlier, how they should have cut the cars off. You know, all, all of our attachments are going to be challenged soon. They're going to be challenged. Even if you, even if you uh, are the kind of person who is able to put your phone down and, you know, go in the other room and do your thing and whatever the case is, you know, we still have a level of communication that's unprecedented in terms of us being able to text message each other at any given time and just pick up the phone and call each other, you know, whatever. So Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, you do have somewhat of an attachment to your devices and shit. I don't care what you think, you you know, know, it's just what it is. But, you know, that, our attachment to that is not just detrimental in the sense that it makes it difficult to to detach and, and to go off grid or do what needs to be done. The problem is that these motherfuckers are traceable no matter where you are. If you don't get the vaccine, cool. We don't have an RFID chip in us. We we, we can't be traced the same way those who did get that jab can be. Mm. But it don't fucking matter if you always got your phone with you. It doesn't matter because they can still trace you based off of your phone. You know what I mean? And, and, And Apple and you know, Google, they all have contracts with the government. If you get caught up on a, on a murder charge right now, they got access to your phone. You know what I'm saying? They can go in there and, and, and look for the evidence necessary to, to, to get you together. But even if they can't get into your phone, they can trace what, you know, what cell towers your phone pinged off and trace your whole location from the time that you left the house that day. You know what I mean? To where you went. You, you didn't even have to make a phone call. They just know where you at. Even if the phone is off, it's got a beacon in it. Like they can still trace where you are. So that's something else we got to think about. We really need to start practicing detaching ourselves for psychological purposes. Because mm. some of us might experience some type of psychological withdrawal, and you don't have your phone for two weeks, and you start breaking down, and some weird shit happen. You start clicking off and getting on some Tourette's type shit, you know, because you, you know, we too attached to certain things. But let's just let's let's. Let's start putting some of that shit into practice now. Practice not going, you know, not using your phone for a few days. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how frustrating it is for me because for what I do, you know, obviously I got to be tapped in because I use social media, you know, primarily for business and shit. But, you know, I could be really trying to get in my in my little jam and, and, and just focus on what I'm doing in front of me. Which is, that's just something that I do. I don't keep my phone in my face all day, especially when I got work to do. So you got people that's so um, that's so used to you being available all the time that it's like there's a problem when you don't respond instantaneously. It's a problem when you you know somebody call you a couple times and you know they got to keep blowing your phone up. It's like when is this motherfucker gonna answer the phone? Because I know the phone right there. I know they're available. Blah, blah, blah. We gotta get out of this shit, man. We got to get the fuck out of this shit and just get back to normal, regular human interaction. Because the time is going to come, but that's going to have to be the case. Because it's going to be dumb as fuck for us to move all the way to fuck wherever we go, 
try to establish a community when and, and then for that shit to be compromised because we all got iPhones. <laughs> Every last one of us will be sitting out there with an iPhone and we start and then start wondering why it's helicopters over our over our head. Mm. You know what I mean? And and that's that's the type of shit I'm thinking on because as much as you know, I got I got the iPhone, the iPad, the MacBook, the fucking all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not exempt from what I'm trying to say. You know, because all of these are tools for productivity for us to do what what we need to do within this matrix. But we got to leave it at that. Because mm. the second we say we're trying to get up off this matrix, and so the people saying, well, what about if you know, what about if they come and do what they did to Black Wall Street? What about if, they, if this happened? If that happened? The only way that that's going to happen is if we are traceable. Mm. It's this digital net. It's this. It's this fucking internet, man. That's the only way that they can trace us is if we online. That's why they needed the internet in the first place. Because before that, they didn't know where the fuck you was at. That's why the dope game was so was, was popping like it did in the eighties because there wasn't no internet. Yet. Mm. They couldn't trace your phones and shit like that. It was like either you was you was out here moving packs up and down the east coast, up and down ninety five, and and. You know, you went straight from, from, from one plug's door to the, to, the, to the fucking clientele store. You went from this person's house to that person's house. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just, you know, the, the government has created this net this network that they can monitor and trace um, because they had to. And without that, they don't have the same power. They don't have the same capability of, of you know, keeping the fucking stronghold on the people because we can move how we want to on, on the land. Mm-hmm. You bring up a great point, D. You know, Big Brother is real. It's not. It's not, it's not that it's ripped. That is that, that that you know, other shit ain't real. Like the it's, it's satellites that even if you know we can be out in fucking in the middle of the fucking Nevada desert somewhere, or whatever, wherever, and you know, there's satellites that can literally zoom all the way in to see a drop of sweat dripping off your forehead. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, there's mm-hmm. definitely satellites and other ways that they can still do things like that. But you know, we got to make it difficult for these motherfuckers. Like, we got to we got to take all stops to 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 at least make an effort to to you know push back. You don't give them the fucking the, the, the path. Don't leave a trail of breadcrumbs to get to where we at. Man, I fucks with you, God. <laughs> Hey, likewise, God. That's that's why I say we a pantheon of gods, man. Like real shit. Like it, it ain't, and that's and that's really what I like about the fact that you know we found our tribe because you know <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't much that I can say that I know that y'all ain't gonna be able to, to, to vibe with, identify with, and vice versa. So it's like we we here, man. We here. You know, I just I think that you know the last thing we should be doing is trying to convince other people to get on code because we got enough of us right now with different skill sets, you know, who's, who's, you know, very well versed in what they do. You know what I'm saying? We all got, got skills. We all got different, you know, avenues of life that prepared us to be leaders and shit. So this is where we at, where we supposed to be right now, man. So much love. Yeah. I appreciate you all. I appreciate all the guys, the goddesses in the room, the family. Um, going to get it ready to get up out of here. It's uh, almost two. We've been on since 10. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it's been great. Conversation's been great. Um, out of the blue BMX, out of the blue BMX, uh, get your own encrypted radio channels for your tribe and get on the same page. Thank you for that. Um, 
You said, uh, I appreciate you out of the blue BMX too. Um, you've uh, been giving up some jewels over here on IG. I appreciate that family. Uh, you said something else here too, that I want to get in. Um, you said after 1994, all cell phones required the tracking capability. So an old flip phone is still trackable. Uh huh. Esoteric JL, okay, peace. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, see also ham radios. Yeah, ham radios are, um, that's, that's, uh, yeah, we're looking, but you just, you gotta be, uh, you gotta get a certificate for that, I believe. Um, and which is cool. Um, but then I think you have to have your own or set up your own, have your own channel. And I think people can still, I think people can still get on the channel, but it's just the fact that you got the, the legalities around it, which I mean, you know, I'm not really worried about legal um, when, when shit hits the fan, I'm not really concerned about legal, but I think you do have to, I think you have, it's a certificate. I know we were looking at ham radio, so I know. Um, and then, uh, yeah, with that, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, any last things anyone wants to add before we go? Yeah, um, I noticed a couple people, uh, maybe you know, a few people also mentioned something about the DMV or being in the area. You know, look forward to linking up and things like that. Anybody that's in the DMV area or anywhere, you know, in the surrounding area, I'm all about linking up and shit like that, man. Y'all already know what I'm on. So, you know, feel free to reach out to the guy, man. Um, you know, we do do our link ups and shit like that. But if we are in the same region, then we need to be linking up consistently anyway. So if you're anywhere in the DMV area, um, you know, D.C., Baltimore, any surrounding states and shit like that, let's, uh, let's make it happen. I just wanted to add that. But, um, peace to the room, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, I travel, so. Um, but but yeah, you can't you can't we, we can we can link, but you can't be vaxxed, man. You just can't. And yeah, it's it, nah, nah. you can't we can't yeah we we link him with non-vaxxed. You got to have that. You can't have that vax, man. You got that shit in you. Yeah, I can't fuck with you. Gotta, you. If you got a vaccination card, if you got a vax card, or if you got a, a police badge. Well, well, the, so so the vax card. Let me tell you, the vax card that that ain't necessarily because they, you know, what the, what they what these what they've done is created a, a black market or. I don't even like calling the black market because they make that shit. They've created an underground market for people to make some money. So um, there's a whole lot of people trying to get that Vax card right now. <laughs> so they ain't necessarily vaxxed. But uh, yeah, I can't be next to uh, they. They shit. They they might that might be the new way they they send to kill people. Yeah, he's. We know they'll send a Vax person. To jack you completely off. I put nothing past him, man. Nothing. 
Deviant War strategies. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, for, for the people on IG, uh, uh, Empress Meta, Tutelage, uh, I don't know how to, how to pronounce that, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in DC too, so yeah, y'all hit me up, I'm New Energy, I just hit y'all up on that, but yeah, tap that. Jermaine Thorpe, Tennessee. Um, yeah, we, uh, Tennessee, um, so our next meeting we're, we got is in, uh, actually is in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, I know that's probably a ways from you, but we'll try to do something. I don't know if we want to go into Tennessee. They got that damn camp, <laughs> put that damn executive order out for camp. Um, so, but yeah, we, uh, we definitely, uh, We'll get close to that area. I'm trying to get something close to the West Coast too, because the West Coast family wants to wants to connect as well. Um, let me see. Two Asian dudes got arrested flying with fake cards to Hawaii. Yeah, see, I need to know what's going to be in those um, what's going to be in those cards. How are they going to be able to tell if they fake or not? Martel McCoy, no vax here after 50,000 people died from the shot. Yeah, they, we're not going to hear that news on uh, CNN. They're not going to talk about them deaths. That, that they won't talk about. Yeah, so peace, prosperity, salutations. We are up out of here. This has been on the Wake Up Radio. Um, actually, on the Wake Up Radio actually ended a couple hours ago. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we are still... Uh, we're still on the wake up radio. So with that said, until next time, uh, be safe. Um, do the necessary spiritual work, spiritual warfare, as well as physical. And with that, we're going to end peace. Peace, God. Peace and abundance, family. Absolutely. To the IG family and the Facebook family, we are out. Salute. Thank you for rocking with us. I know these streams get long, right? Um, streams get long when I uh, when we have the panel. But it's good. It's all great information. Everybody be safe. Peace, love, and light. We're out. Look it up. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashman On the wake up. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars but you don't get one red cent of that money? 
Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.